Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Poor Charles Style. I am your host, Tony Ann, and with me this week, I've got Dylan, Nick, and Sarah. Say hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. All right, so we have no news this week, so we're just going to jump right on into our critical cases. And first on the list is everyone finally starts to wonder where Austin is. Dante calls him after Sonny tells him about Cyrus, only to find out he's dead. He starts investigating and questions Ava. The killer sends Ava a note with Austin's dead body in a photo, and she then tells Nina everything. Nick, I'm going to start with you. What would you think of all this? Um, I found it hilarious how nobody gave a shit that he was missing. <laughs> At all. <laughs> At all. Uh, it was funny as hell. Because I was like, because didn't he like, didn't they kill him off on a Friday? They did. Friday, November 17th. And- that was the cliffhanger. And we ain't see, we ain't come back to it till <laughs> Monday, November 27th. <laughs> I was like, wait, I just want to kill this man off. Did he make an announcement about leaving? It's, um... He it did. seems like he's really he's really gone. Um, I'm just curious to see who did it because I I don't think it was Cyrus himself. It could be someone he's connected to. Them sending the, the them sending the note to Ava saying thank you. If I didn't know any better, I, or you're welcome. Yeah, the, if I didn't know any better, that re- reminded me of Ryan. That was something Ryan would do. But Ryan yeah, but is very know, much dead. Yeah. Ryan so that's is just wh- Doug. <laughs> that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, this doesn't make sense. You know, I kind of think it's Nicholas, but it doesn't make sense for it to be Nicholas either. Like I would, I would think that it was Nicholas, and then him sending the thank you note is a way to taunt her, but it just doesn't make sense for it to be Nicholas. I think Nicholas will be the lazy the lazy way out um but yeah unless it's her mom oh, uh, Delia's um, not built Delia? like that i think Delia is built for murder maybe it's who's the other one olivia oh isn't olivia's that her sister t- olivia's her sister. her sister yeah maybe it's her i, mean, just, I, could, I don't know I, it's just I actually weird. could see olivia doing that yeah i just would hope it's I, a weak we know it's a man based on the shoes yeah, but we, I think that's just the person that they had at the time of filming. It could be anybody. Yeah, we learned that with the hook. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. L- listen, listen to me trying to find continuity on this show when they're allergic to it. Silly me! Yeah, that I mean, could they could have literally, with, with the hook, they could have literally just said we had they had someone do it, but of course, Heather wouldn't do that. But, um, yeah, it was interesting and her flipping out and telling nina everything was hilarious listen that nina nina and ava being i got a dead body picture in the mail help me level of friendship for some reason was utterly hilarious to me because i don't know if i get a picture of a dead body in the mail like ava is i mean nina is not the person that i'm calling to help me handle that exactly i thought she would have called sunny but well, Sonny had already questioned her. She was like, well, I didn't do it. Yeah, then he would have been like, so you did it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, and I don't think it's Pikeman because I don't know why Pikeman would give a fuck about Ava. Yeah. Yeah. But now, 
I was gonna say, wasn't Austin working for Pikeman? But we, th we that's when we thought Cyrus was Pikeman. So I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I, this is this is. There's a lot of things that happened on the show this week that just have me going, what the fuck is happening? Um, and I, I will say that that letter and picture were definitely one of them because that just was not what I was expecting. You know, it would be great if it were Morgan, but I do <laughs> let me not open up a can <laughs> that of would worms be that. wild as hell. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> can't be closed. <laughs> That would be insane. I'd be here for it, though. I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I'm open to any convoluted story that uh, that brings him back from the dead. Yeah, that's where I am. But, that, but I feel just... like he, I feel like he would be setting her up, though. Oh, because yeah. Of how, because of her sleeping with Sunny. No, no because, because he of fucked her. With her because well, she because of with the meds. meds. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we're never getting over that. I'm sorry, <laughs> ever. Like, as someone who's on medication, yeah, like, and I know how up. I spiral when my meds are not right. Yeah, no, we got be. I'm Cardi. We got be forever, forever. <laughs> I remember when that happened, and peep someone specifically who who's been open about their own struggles with bipolar disorder and medications said well um i think they tried to rationalize it like everybody doesn't need medication um but i'm like well he was brand new like he was just figuring it out yeah he hadn't he hadn't been on medication that long he hadn't been diagnosed that long he's not everybody like he's he was and he literally he needed his learning. medication to yeah. be in control the messy person in me will be like, oh yeah, it's definitely more he's setting her up, but also he finds out Avery's his kid. But I, I need, yeah. yeah, they need to, they need that... to undead him and change that paternity. Change the paternity first, then undead him. Well, I would, I would bring, I would have him come back and announce to the world that Avery is his kid. Like, I would, I wouldn't, because doing reversing it before they bring him back what what does that do when he's dead sonny's still gonna end up raising her anyway we're not getting what nope. we want so yeah. <laughs> yeah they're never taking a kid away from sonny corintha good they need to good god you we don't want you to kill anymore off but just take one away it'll, yeah. still, it'll still be he has grandkid. plenty of kids to go around so he does too damn many even Mo says he has too many kids. <laughs> he does. Like he's not. Like he's approaching Stefano Demera levels of too many damn kids, and most of them were born on screen. He may actually All bypass Stefano, but I have to run the numbers on that. Well, in terms of <laughs> biological children, Stefano has a lot of adopted kids, doesn't he? He only has three. Everyone else is blood. How many kids does that man have? They just keep killing them. <laughs> um, Stefano has one. Well, technically, two, three, he has four. four six, seven, oh, no. eight, nine. Nine biological children. Good Lord. <laughs> okay, no. So Sunny hasn't beat him yet. Getting close, though. 
Yeah, if they lived, if all of a sudden he's lived to adulthood, he would have definitely surpassed him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if the baby he lost with Carly had lived, and if baby Lila had lived. The one with uh, Lily. Oh, uh, oh, that's yeah. right. Yes, but in order for that child to have lived, that means Lily would have survived Clink Boom, or Clink Boom wouldn't have happened. And I don't know. I don't, I don't want to live in that world. I was going to say, I don't know if we want to live there. But we have strayed so far off the point, <laughs> as we tend to do. Um, do we have anything else we want to add on this particular story? I will say, I, I think them taking so long to discover that Austin was dead just kind of underscores how isolated that character was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and they, it, and they even it brought up his Quartermain connection too, and they and Chase was they like, were oh, reaching and Maxie, and <laughs> yeah, Chase, like they literally ran through everybody he ever talked about. Yeah, Chase was like, I don't think they deal with him, so <laughs> there's no need to call them. <laughs> but my only issue with it taking so long to circle back is because if you give me a cliffhanger and then don't answer the cliffhanger immediately. Yeah. That is a giant pet peeve of mine. And the cliffhanger on that Friday was actually very well executed. I didn't really it care was. because I don't really care about Austin, but it was a very well executed cliffhanger that I would have loved to have actually seen some sort of resolution to. But we had yeah, to completely... We got a phone call. <laughs> yeah, the follow-up <laughs> was not great. No. It, it was a swing and a miss, basically. And it didn't need to be. It wasn't great, but I also feel like it was realistic the best and it we made were sense. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's the yeah. best we were going to get anyway. Yeah, because he like, wasn't integrated enough into the canvas for people yeah. to really flip out over his death. Yeah. And then, like, who who's going to miss him if he wasn't, like, needed at work? Yeah. That's true. I do wonder, like, what made the police go out there? No, they said in in dialogue that um, the neighbors saw the his front door wide open and went in and found him dead, and they called the police. Ah, okay. Yeah, I missed. No, that. it was said Thank in you. dialogue. Yeah. Thank you, because I missed that. Do we have anything else we want to add before we move on to the next uh, case? I hope the person that killed him is someone we give a damn about. Or like... Please. Please. Because you wasted our time when he was alive. Don't waste our time in his death, too. Exactly. Uh, uh, I want my breath. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we can move on to our next critical case, uh, which is the case against Finn continues. He gets Martin to represent him, and Martin sa- Martin says this case will be hard to win. And y'all, I don't care. Critically, uh, I don't care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not I... even so much about Finn for me, is the fact that this story is just not came out even of nowhere. A- it came out of nowhere. It's Exposition City. Like, if we were going to truly tell a medical malpractice story, we should have at least seen the inciting incident that would then cause the malpractice suit. It did not need to be an exposition dump. It needed to be something we saw on screen. Let me tell you. Um, and I probably feel this way because I just wrote about As the World Turns. This, 
they did a malpractice story and it was so good. What happened, what had happened was <laughs> Lisa's mm-hmm. last husband, um, Eduardo Grimaldi. Grimaldi? Mm-hmm. Why do I know that? Luke's great uncle, Damien's uncle, he was shot. He was killed, but he made it to the hospital and he died. <laughs> And I can't rem- I can't quite remember what the detail was, but for some reason she blamed John Dixon. John would be like uh Steve Hardy or Alan Quartermain. Alan, if Alan what well, I can't even say if Alan was dark, because Alan was a wild boy back in the <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> but John used to be a problem and he was mostly reformed at that time. I say mostly, and that's important. So she blamed John. <laughs> she filed a medical malpractice suit against him. And it pretty much like split everybody in half because these are two longstanding characters. These are two characters. Their families are intertwined. Her son was married to his daughter. Like it was a lot. Yeah. And like it was a big story. It was a big deal. Eventually she drops her suit <laughs> John, quote unquote, forgives her. Those quotes are important. (laughs) They start a romance. They get engaged. They have this big gala event. He dumps her over video at the event in front of everybody. Damn, cold blooded. (laughs) I need the clips of this immediately. That's some so, boss like, ass shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was so good. It was so damn. He yeah. hated her. That's, yes. that's petty. <laughs> that's, that's petty as hell. Do clips of this exist on YouTube somewhere? I know clips of the party where he dumps her exist. I don't know if the whole story is clipped, but it was so good. Damn. But that's what this story needs. Like, we don't know these people. We didn't know this patient. We don't care about. There's nothing to. We don't care about Finn to make to, be, to, make to this start important. With. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, imagine if instead of Finn, it was TJ, even or or Elizabeth. I've said or Elizabeth. or Elizabeth. And it, the patient was somebody that we actually knew and cared about. Cared about. Yeah. Hell, the patient could have been Austin. I mean, not that we know or care about, but it, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it needed to be somebody. I feel like it needed to be someone whose like grief we would have, you know, cared, sympathized, cared and someone that that people yeah. on the canvas would have like. Because part of what made that whole Lisa John story so good was like people on the canvas were legitimately like torn between supporting her and understanding where she was coming from and like wanting to support him while his career is being threatened this is just we, okay I, I don't know them folks and i don't really care about old boys so like mm. yeah yeah i thought the easiest way to fix this would have been to kind of either have the inciting incident be something we saw on screen so it's not an expedition exposition dump later or have finn be accusing gregory's doctor of malpractice 
against Gregory. That would at least would we care. We may not fully care, but it's at least a better executed story somewhat because the groundwork has already been there on screen for that to have happened. This just came out of wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. just don't care (laughs) listen i'm separating emotional investment from like story structure here and i'm just looking at how the story could have been structured better because this story this story structure is non-existent it was an exposition came up and then he couldn't get diane as a lawyer because diane randomly knew these people when diane has been on screen for the last 16 years up Sonny's asshole. Well, that's not her oh. only client because she quits all the time. And she oh, that's true. <laughs> like she lets him know, I, I you need me. I she she hits him with the Jay-Z line. You need me. I don't need you. Very much that. <laughs> that's true. It, it, it felt it felt weird. And it feels like they're tr- like they're doing this just to try to give us to garner sympathy for Finn when I I'm here to tell you it's not going to work and we don't care. I think the easiest person to tell a story like that with because we watched the story play out was Portia when it comes to Oz. Oh, like, yes. We we watched her wake him up from a coma when she wasn't supposed to. Yeah. Like that happened and then now he did die. It was not because of that. He was murdered, but a grieving relative could have sued the hospital because of that. And that would make like, way more sense. Yeah. And we would be more invested because of why she did it. We know why she did it. She did it to make sure her daughter didn't go to prison for something she yeah. didn't do. But hey, here we are. Anything but- for Finn. And and, and- you also, but see, in order to do that, you would then have to acknowledge the things that Esme did and use, and, and the show doesn't want to do that. They should, but they don't. Correct, you're right. But I think that that's that would have been an easier story to tell. And even if, like, you can acknowledge the things she did, but she, quote-unquote, still has amnesia, that's the... Um, that could be their way of exposing that she's sti- that she's currently faking. Like there, there, there's much more of an umbrella with that story with those characters involved than it's an isolated thing that happened off screen that we don't care about with characters we don't care about centering a character we don't care about. Like it's just <laughs> Finn is just a lot and we don't care. Yeah. Basically, and like this took up like 75% of the week and nothing happened. He literally ran around town searching for a lawyer. I liked Elizabeth's and... hair on their date. Oh, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's all I got. She Liz nice. looked great because Becky is just gorgeous, but I cared not a teeny tiny itty bitty little bit about anything that was actually happening. Yeah. I tried. I just <laughs> I, honestly, you know what? You didn't even have, and the fact is, you don't even have to say you tried because the show's not trying. And if they're not even trying, why the fuck should we? Yep. Hell, they could have done what I wanted them to do months ago and um say that Marsha was misdiagnosed, 
and intentionally, and then they could have done that story instead. We've never addressed that either. Yeah. Hell, even even if Curtis wanted to do a medical malpractice story because he wanted to blame his condition on something that happened in surgery, like there there were a bunch of other things they could have done other than this. Yep. I don't. It, it feels like this week the the strike writers, and I don't know if it's because we are on our way back to transitioning to our normal team, and they knew they were on their way out because the strike was coming to a close. It feels like the strike writers just stopped giving a fuck because so much of the stuff that aired this week was like, "Huh? What? Why is it this happening? I'm so confused." Yeah. They decided throwing shit against the wall. Like, fuck it. Just just try anything. And like it it wasn't altogether unentertaining like I didn't mind watching it I just got a headache because I was trying to logic my way through it and I couldn't you can't use logic yeah and... but that's my de- that's my default mode so that doesn't <laughs> that gets me into trouble um, do we have anything else we want to say on this before we move into the next thing mm, no not really all right, well, this next story pissed me the fuck off. Drew decides to put Scout in a new school without consulting Sam, and Sam doesn't know what to do. If Drew Kane does not sit his ass down somewhere and shut up, you have been gone from this child's life for a majority of her life. And this last disappearing act was completely your choice. And you are going to come back, be back for five minutes, and choose to uproot your daughter without even having the common decency of consulting her mother. Please go to hell. Expeditiously. For me, him wanting Scout to go to this private, it's also one of those things that came out of nowhere. Yeah, like, I would have preferred, like, an actual storyline leading up to this. Like, maybe she's having trouble adjusting at school or even if he's if he was the reason that drew got got released from prison and he felt like he owed him one or something like but we would have had to see that yeah (sighs) the guy that but like you drew's connect for for the school that's what she's talking about yeah like oh like, like they could have like done an actual storyline of her struggling in school because her father is suddenly back in her life and maybe he thinks another school would be better for her him and sam talk about it sam's like i don't think we should change too much right now she's kind of dancing around the subject and then him being an asshole he just brings it up in front of uh what's that baby's scout. name scout scout anyway yeah. <laughs> and then sam's blindsided like she was and then they have it out, but and shit, you could even go to a custody battle because he hasn't been there. Like you don't have a right. To, like it was the only silver line was it was nice to see him with his child. That's it. But it wasn't really. There was nothing that led up to this. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, and it was it was nice to see Sam actually being like, I don't, I I don't like this I don't want I just need her to say it to Drew but I like that we actually got a moment of her being like I don't like this I don't want this and I actually liked the conversation with her and Christina about it 
I did too. Like you could even have a thing where Sam calls him out for overcompensating because he he's chosen not to be in her life a few times, but once yeah. really. Um, but like, give me some. I hope they give us some drama from it because that was it. Just it was very random because he wasn't talking about Scout in school. I feel like something's coming because, like, I felt like the line that Sam said where she was like, I didn't notice it before, but I notice it now. Something is off with Drew. That felt like an anvil drop. I don't know what it's an anvil drop to. He's not Drew. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That was just a joke. I don't think they should do that. (laughs) And the interesting thing is, like, Sam of all people would know because, look, I'm be honest. Um, she knows him the best. The only thing y'all know that I, I have not been a Jason Quartermain fan since like the late 90s. But I will say this. Billy Miller's version of Jason redeemed parts of that character for me because his was the Jason that actually like chose Sam and their family. And then when he was Drew, he was all about like Sam yeah, he was. and their family. And so the way that Cameron's Drew has sort of flipped that dynamic completely and they're like an afterthought. Yeah, she should uh-huh. notice that because it's wildly out of character. Yeah. And it honestly should have been something that like was talked about way before then because it's something that fans have noticed. Like it's very evident. Even like when he gets out of prison and the first person he goes to see is Carly, not his kid. Yeah, that bumped a little weird. And I like rationalized it away and said, Well, like it's late. But I'm like, no, that that doesn't hit. I mean, I thought it was stupid then too, but I felt like maybe I'm being unreasonable because I don't like Drew and Carly. (laughs) Same. But no, it's just I've I've said it before, I'll say it again. I think that they should have just come up with a a different character for Cameron to play. I agree. I don't know who he is, but it's Ryan Lavery. Yeah. It could have been a Stephen Lars recast. Something, because this is not Drew. And I say that as someone who wasn't like overly attached to Drew. Like I didn't hate him, but like I wasn't same. I hated him, but <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't like super duper like attached to him. But like everything that he's like the way that they've put him back on screen is just it's been wrong for a while. I th- it's, yeah. it's been it's been wrong since they had him like bonding with Jason basically <laughs> like it, it went left for me the minute he said to Carl like the minute he basically it was that scene where Carly like apologized for like how she treated him and he basically absolved her of any wrongdoing in that moment and I'm just like why are you playing in my face and telling me what I saw air doesn't matter and didn't happen 
that's the moment I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is not working for me. Someone actually brought up how, ev like when Drew, when camera first started and Drew was in the, um, the cell being held hostage <sighs> and he was talking about getting back to Scout and Sam, everyone was so excited for him to actually come home to Port Charles. And the moment he stepped foot in Port Charles, <laughs> none of that shit mattered. Like everything, because like he called he called Sam from the um from the um from that island. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna tell you when they lost me. When he got back to Port Charles, and they played in my face and acted like him and Sunny and Carly were the three amigos. Yep. Oh yeah, that was that was gross. It was so heavy handed, and it was unnecessary. Because the story is actually better if he treats them the way they treated him. Yep. And could you imagine him tr treating them like like they treated him, like shit, but falling for Carly anyway? Because she, because Carly is that type of person. She's never just gonna let someone connected to Jason or someone she perceives as her, as her closest connection to Jason just oh i don't i'm just gonna be okay with him hating me. she would force her way into his life and he would he would hate her but he would begrudgingly deal with her and there was there was a story to tell there and they just actively shit on it just threw it all away I'm like oh let's just make it easy who wants to that see means that means they would have to do hard work and they it's don't not hard. It, well, it it's not itself. hard. Can they just? Can they work? Can they do work? This this, <laughs> this seems harder. Yeah, because like, like this is a whole. Like they lot have to of twist effort. themselves yeah. into knots and pretzels to make this make sense, and nothing about it has made sense since he got back. And this is this predates the scabs. Like this is all Chris and Dan. They made him this way. It's it's like they're catering to actors and not really caring if the stories make sense as long as the actors can stay employed. I don't think they're catering to actors. I think they're more like they do anticlimactic shit. Yeah. Like they just they go for the least dramatic choice every single time. Except for when we want them to go for the least dramatic choice. <laughs> Trina's paternity but like they, they always go like oh they, they're probably expecting this chaos but let's not like no one wants to see that like they brought when Sonny came back from the dead Jason should have been knee deep in Carly in Sonny's house that that's what I wanted to see yeah. but instead that would have been wonderful <laughs> but instead we get Oh, we didn't do anything. And it's only because you were missing. No, girls, because you've wanted that man since the day you met him. Like, let's, like, let's, I let's mean, go I, think a thing. I said to Dill, I said to Dylan in the group chat the other day that if, if Jason had survived that rock slide, I think we would have seen that she was going to pick Jason over Sonny. But they never got a chance she to fully really tell before. that. They just weren't screwing before. <laughs> She's picked Jason over Sonny before. I think the thing with that is Jason would actually have to put his hat in the ring. 
The yeah. problem with Jason and Carly, but at, look, y'all know I've never shipped them. I don't like either one of them, but I will stand <laughs> on business ten toes down and say that she is the only logical end game for him that I think has ever been on screen because he consistently, constantly, she is she is his constant. He has consistently prioritized her and her interests and her children over everyone and everything else in his life. Yeah. Period. And if he had ever actually fought for her, it never would have been a competition. I'm going to stand on that. It never would have been a competition. And I think and I'm not saying that she didn't love Sunny, that she doesn't love Sunny, because I think that she got to a place where she did. But I'm also about to remind y'all that she chose Jax over Sunny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and right. She did. She sure did. On her wedding day, he showed up and he was like, "Let I love you. Let's go. Don't do this. Be with me. And she was like, no, nah, I'm good, actually. So if she chose J- Kangaroo Jack over time, <laughs> th- there well, there's is, our episode title. <laughs> there is no way in this world or the next that she would not have chosen Jason to be with Jason over time. Yep. So yeah, that was all on him. Like all he had to do was be selfish. He had to do was say, "Put me in coach. In, put me in coach." Right? <laughs> exactly. In that way once and that was going to be the end of that yeah do you think they're actually going to go anywhere with this whole drew is not himself thing probably not but they should because it's weird (laughs) so click a pin right quick see what happens i'm just gonna (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna say that sam is a better person than me because uh i would have decked him it also doesn't make sense for someone who went through as much as Sam went through to have her children to be like, nah, yeah, I'm good. We'll send him, we'll send this one away. Now, wait, well, it's is not it a sending school? away? It's, no, it's not school. a boarding school. It's, it's not a boarding school. school. It's a private school. It's in Port Charles because it's the same school that Christina went to. Yeah. Okay, but it was it was just the not talking to her about it at all. Like, yeah, because he had made up his mind. He's like, yeah, she can start. Because this doesn't make. Because otherwise, what's the point? No, it's not a boarding school. Yeah, no, it's just it's a, a private school. school. It, it's it's the private school that Michael and Christina went to when they were in high school. Um, is she old? Hmm, okay. I vaguely remember that storyline. <laughs> Yeah, well, private schools like that can start at like yeah, they're usually K to twelve because the 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 student body, the size of the student body is so small. They're usually K to twelve. It's just I, okay. It made more sense to me when it was a boarding school because I figured they were going to bring her back aged up a little bit. Mm, I mean, yeah. they could still do that. They could still say she's at school and then one day she shows up as in the same age group as as Jake and them. But yeah, see, I, I thought just, they were about to pull a Charlotte. Oh, no. I just I find it like very this. strange. Like, she's there interviewing him for her school assignment. Next thing, 
oh yeah I got you into this private school and I just find that so odd my nigga you haven't been there for the majority of these children your child's life and all of a sudden you're making decisions without her mom and you're just like yeah it's a good idea okay if I were Sam I would have punched him in the balls in front of my thing is <laughs> the kid. And, and for that part that part because oh you got you, if you ain't got nothing else you can you got audacity <laughs> as it, it do most so of the men in Port Charles <sighs> I said GH loves them some audacious men and broke baby obsessed women. It's very weird. Very, very weird. Do we have anything else to add on the Drew of it all, or should we move into our final critical case of the episode? Drew can go see Doug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's the only thing I right. want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Molly is ready to try surrogacy again, but TJ is not, and he gets advice from Portia. Molly starts looking at candidates without telling TJ, and then she has a meltdown with Christina, and Christina offers to be her surrogate. It was nice that they both got point of view. Yes. Yeah. We haven't gotten TJ point of view since basically Molly found out that she couldn't have kids. So that was that was nice. And I will say that Taj and this Molly, and forgive me, her name is escaping me at this moment, they fight really well together. Like, they play off of each other and they fight really well together. So, assuming she gets to stick around, that gives me hope for where the storyline is going to go. Like, I feel like they can make this work. Yeah, I'm... I wish... Like I, I mean, I enjoyed just about everything that aired, with the exception of because I've had an issue with Molly with the writing for Molly because they having they're having her do and say things that aren't in character for her. Um, like her being, she came off like kind of practical, was like, well, this is the next step, yada yada yada. But her saying something like, oh, I don't know, I don't think I, I really know myself if I can't be a mom. Like, girl, that's not you, and. She, I think she said it last week. Oh, I, I might be a stay-at-home mom. That's not you. It's I want, I want them to do research and understand who Molly, who they've always presented Molly to be. Yeah. Um, because she's not the aspirational stay-at-home mom, give up her career type, and she never has been. She didn't even want kids, and all of a sudden, because she can't get pregnant, now she wants kids. We never got a conversation. And I completely understand people can change their minds, but the way they've presented Molly, I would hope that that conversation would have been something we saw on screen. Yeah. And I also kind of, like, want... It's the Molly thing because this whole story started off weird because Molly 
and TJ started off hating Christina. Then they made up off screen, and now she's open to Christina being her surrogate. And I, th- I feel like TJ is going to be the bad guy in this because he's going to be like, absolutely not. Um, but I also understand that from his p- point of view because, like, he said, wait, just give me a second. Yeah. And I, I want to, like, I'm, I want to know outside of her having baby rabies, what's the reason for her not taking a step back? Because, like, she's obviously struggling with that loss. Let, let's she's trying that. to problem solve it. She's like, yeah. she's, she's trying to replace the child they lost with another child, hoping that it would make that go away. But it doesn't work like that. And those two, and those two, are, they're going to alienate each other a lot. Because I see it happening with molly towards tj already and i'm pretty sure he's gonna end up doing it because he's probably gonna after he finds out about this i could see him like like he's gonna find obviously someone else to confide in he's gonna stop talking to molly about it we know who you want him to talk to and based on what's been airing like i mean he's already talking to portia about it so yeah but honestly i don't think it's gonna go there with him and portia I don't either. Because Portia and Curtis are good right now. If this was happening the same time that Portia and, well, that Curtis was pushing Portia away, I mean, it writes itself. It's just (laughs) one night someone's consoling the other. I think that if it were to happen now, it would be really strange. Unless they're going to make more drama with Portia and Curtis when Portia finds out that Curtis is investigating what happened to him. Yeah, I mean, that's an option. Because I don't think Portia is aware of that yet. But I I will say, going back to the Molly thing, and this is another instance of this was weird as fuck. The Molly Willow conversation was very weird. Have those two ever interacted? Um, I think briefly at when Michael and Willow got married, and that's also when this story started, the um, Molly wanting kids. So that's why it didn't seem that out of left field to me, because I remember those scenes when Haley was still in the role. She was at that wedding with having longing looks at Amelia. So like, that's where this started. So her seeing Willow and Amelia in the park and asking her how's it going yada 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 and wanting to talk about motherhood made sense to me but it's also not consistent enough that i like i understand why people like well this is random but i vividly remember those scenes because i'm like oh they're finally starting this story for me i didn't find it random because i mean even though on screen we don't see my michael and molly that often at the end of the day they are cousins and tj and willow are friends so for me the way i make it up in my head is off screen they are seeing each other i mean they have relationships off screen does it suck that it's off screen yes because I feel like that's one of the things that the show's missing, just like proper familial and um, friendships. But yeah. for me, I didn't find it weird because they there is a familial tie there. There is that friendship between Willow and TJ. So 
it, it made sense for me. And, and coupled with what Nick said, she was already giving longing looks to Amelia at uh, Michael and Will's wedding. Yeah, that, I, I kind of had a similar justification. Like, I didn't mind it because the history with Michael and Molly is there. It was just so weird and random and out of left field because they haven't interacted in so long that I didn't expect it. So that's kind of where I was yeah. like, oh, this makes sense, but wow, this is weird. Yeah, so it probably would have helped if, if Michael was in those scenes. Or at least at the start of them, even if he left. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what um what do you think of Christina making the offer a second time? We all knew this was where it was going, but now that we're here, what do we think? Tomatoes, the same thing. tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing I thought of the first time. Yeah, we, we still don't want it. We still don't want it, exactly. I don't really want it either, but I, I, I did think of a way this story could actually get worse. Oh, God. If Molly and Ow. Christina did this without TJ's permission, if they... Sub- <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's going there. Because so, me even too. though Molly said that she was going to talk to TJ, I think TJ is going to say, I'm not ready she is ready and she's going to go forward with it. I still think it's going there. I don't Same. think she can. Because it's, yeah, I was going to say and le- oh Jesus, I don't want to think about that. Um, <laughs> no, but they, why not? Because they, they might have because embryos already. No, they don't. There are no embryos. Molly yeah. doesn't oh. have any. Yeah, it's t- They need TJ's DNA. They need TJ's sample so she would have to find a way to get it on the down low and I don't and that's gross. I that, that's that talk about super, out of character. Yeah, out of character. That's super problematic because you want me to be. And, uh, oh, we're not going. Oh, oh, no, we're not. Nope, we're not. nope, nope, nope. I don't want this it. is not the bold and the beautiful. We're not going there. You're not going to use <laughs> or YNR. You're not going to use a black man for his baby batter and ignore him. Like we're not going to do that. Oh, no. He, he's communicated, he's no, communicated clearly that he's not ready right now. He didn't say no. He just said he's not ready right now. He's still trying to process the laws. And I wonder if, like, Molly is clearly upset that she cannot have children of her own. But I wonder if her kind of, like, emotional detachment is because she's technically not involved in this process. So yeah. they used a surrogate egg. I didn't yeah. catch that part of the yeah, story. They, they okay, used, okay. They use yeah, they used the surrogate egg because Tony had to remind me that that was the that was why Christina offered to be the surrogate in the first place because the, the baby wouldn't be connected to Molly at all biologically. Oh, that is going to go terribly wrong because at some point Christina's going to want her baby back. Can they just adopt? Like, I just, like, yeah. Just adopt a baby. Let them let them foster a child. They both have good jobs. They're both seemingly stable, and like, let them foster a child and then eventually adopt a baby. I don't want. All I know is, I don't want it. They better get TJ's consent. Yeah, because that's. 
because as I'm watching this and as I'm seeing her like meeting with the surrogacy coordinator and like reading those profiles, acting as if they're going to go forward without actually talking to TJ, I'm like, oh God, please don't do this. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. That's too, that's so destructive. I hope they don't do that. I don't want them to do that. I don't want them to do it at all, but I can see it and I hate that I can see it and I wish that I could unsee it. That's the, to be honest, it's the last thing I thought they'd ever do. I don't know why. Like that, that never crossed my mind that they would do it without his knowledge or consent. Because it they didn't need cross mine either it. until this week. Like they, they need him to do it. They can't do it without him. Like, and they can't even pull the thing, the what, what they can't even pull what Ma, what Maxie pulled. Like she miscarried and then got pregnant by somebody else because. But does Christina, the Christina I'm, is not. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find reason, ways they can do this without TJ's consent, without it being gross. Does the fertility clinic or department at the hospital like have TJ sperm stored reserve? Because that's, that's how they can do it without it completely being gross um unethical very but at least they don't have to assault him to do it yes or trick or trick him into doing into thinking yeah she flushed it like it's like it's oh yeah gosh they they always they always find a way to make it worse they really listen i mean i I will very happily be wrong about this to me that's the saving grace that I mean, I still don't want them to do this without TJ's consent, but that's the best way to go about it without it being gross. I just... Uh, can you just find out so they could break up for good? Like, I don't... <laughs> I'm just like... Dead this story immediately. Let have been Portia over. I don't care, but I don't... <laughs> like... I was open to a journey to them deciding to have a baby, the journey of them getting to that point. We've gotten none of that. Nothing. None of what we wanted. I just... It's not, it's not even what I wanted. It's just like, we've gotten nothing coherent or consistent. Like, nothing about what they've written so far makes sense at all. And every possibility just seems worse and worse like like I also I'm gonna be that person Christina is not a good surrogacy candidate yep and that's why I think TJ's gonna say no because didn't they say when they met with the surrogacy coordinator that all of their people have had babies before you have to have had a viable pregnancy before Oh, well, I'm not going to say have to. I'm going to no. It's, not even a pregnancy scare. Yeah, you're supposed to have had a viable pregnancy. Because they don't want to take the risk with this being a first-time pregnancy of you changing your mind. I don't know if it was GH that said that or another show that I watched that said that, but I do know I've heard that before. I mean, it's not even that. It's just like the risk of 
of miscarriage and like things going wrong or like surprises during pregnancies that you, you know gestational diabetes diabetes like all sorts of things pop up when you're pregnant and well, Christina is the wrong person to <laughs> like have to deal never. with all of that yeah like and if you've never like if this is your first pregnancy and you don't actually know like every pregnancy is different but like your first one is your first one and it's generally not advisable for your first pregnancy to be a surrogacy because like you don't know how that's going to go no one has an idea of how that's going to go but it would have made more like if they were going to do it like this it would have made more sense for Molly, for Christina to be an egg donor rather than a surrogate. Oh yeah, that could have that could have worked. So by Christina being the sur surrogate, does this mean she's also offering up her egg? Offering, she's offering yep. up her yep. her body, her egg, her and, body her and her egg. Like if she just donated uh, the egg, you could put you could have someone else be the gestational surrogate, but yeah. she has to get pregnant, carry the baby, and give birth, and then give it away. Yeah, and that's excluding all the possible health risks that may come with it. And considering who her mother and her older sister are, it's not impossible for her to have health risk. I don't like this. Story. And not, not to okay, and let's I mean also give it given who although technically if it was it because there's also a chance, you know, cause Sonny's her dad that she could end up passing down the bipolar gene. But I think if if it were Molly's kid, Molly may also have that because I don't know if Sonny gets that from his mom's side or his dad's side. So like there's a lot of things to consider here. Yeah, I don't like this. Mm -mm. I didn't like this much to begin with. I like it even less the more we talk about it. Yeah, I've never, I've never been open to Christina being involved in this story the way she has been, um, because it takes focus off of TJ and Molly, and that's been the issue from the beginning. And that is an issue that is unfortunately persisting. But that is basically it for our critical cases, unless anybody else has anything they want to add. Free TJ. <laughs> All right. Well, we yeah. are going to move into making the rounds. We have the Q celebrate Thanksgiving. Spencer and Trina spend Thanksgiving with her family. Gloria is tied up in the Russian mob. Chase proposes to Brooklyn. James wants Cody as a brother, and I think Felicia may have clued into Cody's lie. Michael continues to make Nina squirm. I think they revealed who Pikeman was, and wow, was that underwhelming. Nick, I'm going to start with you. Where do you want to go with this? Why would you do that? Um, <laughs> uh, I'll go with Michael continues to make Nina squirm. Either say it, with your chest or shut the fuck up i'm tired of this story i'm tired of this secret stop being a bitch and tell the truth like what are we waiting I think, for i think you saying that to him life. to her or both both of them mostly 
Like, like to him, mostly, but both of them. Like, call his bluff. Hey, mm-hmm. Sonny. I think she this is. That's what I did. Because I think she is going to, because she asked him some, what did, I don't remember the words she asked him, but she's, she's like, like, and like, if well, I what don't do, you do, do if, it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Like, what, what, what are you going to do if I don't want to play ball? Yeah. And he doesn't want to tell, he doesn't want to tell Willow or Sonny because he, he doesn't want to tell Nina secret because he doesn't want to hurt them. I think she's going to call his bluff and I don't think he's going to say shit. I want her to call his bluff so bad and just blow that shit up. Please put us out of our misery, I beg. Because I don't think Sonny's going anywhere at this point. I just don't. Yeah. Carly will be pissed, but that's nothing new. Willow's going to be upset. But also at Nina, but she's also going to be pissed at Michael. That's why I want Nina to be the first one to say something. Yeah, it's just oh do what I say. What the fuck do you want? Like what do you <laughs> like, like what exactly why, do you want? Like and the thing and- too I think for me the thing with Michael being upset with Nina about her not doing what she says, a lot of the things that have been happening lately is really not Nina's doing. She like- offered Carly the hotel. Carly said she wants to pay it on her own, not right now. Um, Sonny went on a on a on a rant. Well, not a rant, but he went on and on about having the family over for Christmas and so on and so forth. Nina didn't Nina didn't ask for that, and Michael is upset about those things. Like and she Nina is doing what he's asked her to do, and Nina was basically people, pulling Uber Eats duty on Thanksgiving, and yeah, she got pissed off that she showed up. That she like, showed up. I, I mean, granted, you should have expected calamity on Thanksgiving because that is tradition. But like, you guys never go to the Metro Court to get your pizza. So how the fuck was she supposed to know? Like, he, <sighs> he's just talking Wait, shit at this point. Those pizzas came from from the Metro Court. Yeah, because yeah. they were normal- testing out their new pizza oven. The normal pizza place they go to is cl- was closed for renovation, so they had to call the Metro Court. Who was trying out a new pizza, a new pizza stone? So they were out of turkey. So Nina sent over Nina pizzas. Pizza. This place is unserious. This is so. <laughs> this show is ridiculously convoluted, and I'm tired. I'm so tired. No, like, uh, I hate when y'all make me defend Michael. Oh God! <laughs> Let me just go on the record. I y'all know I don't have beef with him since he was conceived. I I I greatly dislike <laughs> when you put me in the position where, where I have to do anything that remotely resembles defending him. But I think a big I think y'all are skipping over the fact that a big part of the reason he was pissy was because of that stunt she pulled with leaving the kids stuff on the porch for them to find. Is she not allowed to leave them stuff? What'd he tell her? What'd he say? He said you can't see, you can't see them. He don't, never don't said play, don't play games. Don't play games. <laughs> your That's why I didn't say keep, anything. Keep your distance means keep your distance. We're not doing that. We're all grown. We know what the fuck he meant. And so did she. And she knew uh, exactly what she was doing when she did that. Because guess who can't read? <laughs> Avelia? Guess who can't read? 
like, that's a loaded question. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, she knew exactly what the fuck that she, she was doing. Like, and and it's typical Nina. Nina's going to put like, let's she's going to find a workaround. She, yeah, she's she going is. to push her boundaries, and that's exactly what she was doing, and that's why he's pissy because he knows. Well, my thing is, if she's not cooperating, tell. Say, exactly. Like, he's not, like, he's, he, listen, again, I he's don't. Very he, smart. He, he, nobody in this. I, <laughs> I have been saying it from the beginning. Everybody in this equation sucks on some level. And it's like. I don't feel bad for any of you because all of you are in this situation because you're all being some punk ass bitches. Like that part. Drink some milk. Okay. Grow <laughs> Grow up. Like let your nuts hang, buddy. If if <laughs> like hey. <Jeez. laughs> Look, if you at at this point. Sir, fuck up. Knuck if you buck. Like what do y'all gotta do? Really? Yeah. One of y'all gotta do something. If you're so if she's if you're so bothered by the fact that this man is keeping you from your your daughter and your grandchildren, take away his power. You break you bad. Be that she does, yeah. She does need to just tell Sonny and Willow what happened. They'll be mad for a little bit and they'll get over it. If this, if you had, you know, and on the other side of the coin, like, look, dude, you, you don't told her to keep her distance. She's clearly not going to do that. She's going to take whatever tiny little crack crevice that she can find and slide her way through because that's just what she's going to do. And if you don't like it, do something about it. Like, I don't feel bad for either of y'all because both of y'all are in this situation because neither one of y'all will buck up like cowboy somebody got a cowboy up yeah i don't feel bad for them either i feel bad for me having to watch it <laughs> like i'm like give me some mess like y'all one of y'all need other, to tell y'all making each other miserable okay it works for me because you deserve it all right so dylan what is going to be your making the rounds pick um, my making the rounds pick is going to be Sabrina spending Thanksgiving with her family. I I love Steve. I was upset that Taggart was nowhere to be found, but that was me expected. too. But um, other than that, I really love these things. I thought they were really sweet and really cute. And it was just nice to see them have like a good day and a good time and like no waiting for the other shoe to drop nothing terrible around the corner it was just nice to see them happy is this their first like normal couple holiday yeah Mm -hmm. I think so and like looking at where they were like this time last year and looking at like where they are now progression we got some movement we got some (laughs) made some forward progress I was I like it I like that it was so good. Sarah, what's your making the rounds pick? Uh, 
Gloria is tied up in the Russian mom. Is this what the the spoiler was about? Apparently, and about it, her cussing someone out and bingo, and then now the Russian mob threatening to kill her dog. I just this was a giant waste of all of our time. And also wanting her ZD recipe. No, ZD is the dog's name. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? ZD's the dog's name, from what I gather. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah. yeah. This is so stupid. So dumb. When did when they started talking like they could sit Gloria ass back to Broadway, and by the end of the episode, she was going back. I'm like, thank God. I was excited about her return too, but that shit's been terrible. You remember like all the stuff we talked about, possibly what it could lead to? Yes. What do we look stupid? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, are we? Oh, Although I will so say it was nice to see <laughs> it was nice to see Yuri. And at first I thought it was gonna go somewhere when he was eavesdropping on on Gloria and Lois, but it didn't really go anywhere. Um, and at one point I was like, oh, maybe he could be Pikeman, but you know, the, me being delusional. Um, but yeah, like, so that spoiler was about fucking bingo, the Russian mob, <laughs> and a dog. That sounds, okay. like the, that sounds like the beginning of a very terrible joke. <laughs> Wasted everybody's a, time. That sounds like some shit Ron would do in One Life to Live. Like that's like he would so do a storyline like that. Like come on, or we're cussing someone like out this. at bingo. Lord Jesus, all I of this to say, Tony, a, be careful when you go to bingo. Right? I was, I was about to say, <laughs> as somebody who plays bingo every two weeks and has also played bingo in Vegas, I promise you, it does not get that serious. <laughs> We are not killing people over fucking bingo. I promise you, it is not happening. It was so stupid. But it was nice to see Yuri outside of just just Valentine's Day with with Terry. I wish True. we could see Terry more, yeah. but that part. It was nice to see him like outside of that and him, you know, kind of be seen more than yeah just as the quarter main driver or terry's boyfriend on valentine's day literally because that's the only time we see them together. yeah that's the only time we see him and terry all right well my making the rounds pick is kind of my other what the fuck of the week is the pikeman reveal um this man is pikeman no. i don't think it's pikeman this no, he's not. He's not? He's no, not. I don't think it is. No, they specifically said he's a representative. Oh. We're talking about the Australian guy at Kelly's, not the yeah. one with Sonny. Yeah. Because the, the the guy from Sonny's office came in and said, we have a problem. Sonny doesn't want yeah, to. Yeah, they said he has ties. Like, I think he has ties to Pikeman, but I don't think he's Pikeman. Yeah. Okay. How many red herrings we gonna get? Like, do y'all not have Ted King back yet? Is that the I issue? Don't, I, don't think, I don't think they've decided on who it's going to be yet. Yeah, just like who who killed Austin? Undecided. 
This entire show is undecided and it's annoying. (laughs) It's just like one big ass experiment and I'm over it. Yeah, I think he's connected in some way and we'll figure it out. I don't think it's Pikeman either. I I would hope. I hope it's not the writers are smart enough. Did not give Pikeman. The writers are smart enough to make Pikeman somebody that we give a damn about or someone with historical ties to GH because like if the it's that, that man, man is Jerry Jacks or like or even like it doesn't have to be someone we know because like when we met the Zakaras we didn't know any of them but they had built them up enough to the point where we were nervous about seeing them because I remember I think that's when the year I started watching GH when we first met the Zakaras so like they, I remember them talking about them enough and then when Anthony crazy ass showed up I was like oh shit I get why everybody was scared so everything so far everything we've dealt with with pikeman has been so underwhelming so i'm like this can't be i hope this isn't him but i thought it was until y'all said it wasn't i'm like okay that's a little bit of a relief but when regardless of who the character's going to be if it's a new character if it's an if it's a character we have history with the reveal has to be something that's exciting to watch he can't just stroll into kelly's and just start talking well, manage your expectations. Like, <laughs> like, give me a flashback on a Friday of Pikeman standing over Austin's body and it's Ted King. Or like, it's, 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 or it's somebody manage like, your expectations. That we, that we've, it's somebody that we've gotten to know and we think they're nice and then it turns out they're crazy killers. Like, give me something. Like, even like, even if it's somebody that I don't know, like, just me personally, like, to use, like, Nick's Zakara reference point, Brennan, because I think that's his name, I think his name is Brennan, he, he doesn't give me Anthony Zakara, he gives me Trevor Lansing. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, he, I, he seems like the go-between. Yeah, like, I see him as, like, someone important, but not the guy. He's Pikeman's Jason. Got it. But they've had too many people that are like not important. Like, let's get to the important person. Yeah, I I don't think they know yet. That's my thing because this is feeling like they haven't decided yet. Have they decided? This is giving hook vibes all over again because I will die on the hill that it was not supposed to be Heather this whole time. No, you're trying to tell me they decided that. Pikeman is not Cyrus because they could be coming back to just making it Cyrus as a lazy decision as well. Which I feel like is what they did two weeks ago and now they're changing their minds again. Now, is it possible that the strike writers could be transitioning, could be like getting ready for the regular writers to come back? Like, do they have some kind of transition thing happening where it's like, this is what we want to have happen. So set this up for us. I have no idea. I don't know. It just feels very disjointed. Yeah, wrap it up. This entire week has. This entire week has just felt very off kilter and strange. Yeah. And this is Mm. the first time in a while that I have felt that. Because even if there were like a couple of things that didn't make sense, there's at least like one or two stories that are hitting in, in a good way. This week, we just didn't have any of that. 
But now we can move into praise or shade. Sarah, are you praising or shading? I'm going to praise and I'm going to praise the little boy that plays James. He's so cute. Generally, I do not give a single fuck about soap children. Generally. But anytime he's on screen, I just feel like I'm a little bit more perky. He's just, he makes me smile. I think the casting, they did a really good job because I feel like he looks like Ryan Pavey and he's just so adorable. And this week, his interaction with um, with Maxie and Truck Nuts, oh. it was just <laughs> really, really good. That man's name, will, I even forgot his name. That's actually why I called him Truck Nuts, but I'm never going to call him Cody. Cody. So let's just... <laughs> Let's just get it, let's just get it straight. But I just found him so cute and uh yeah. So yeah. My praise is to him because I actually give a damn about James and I don't generally care about soap children. All right, Dylan, are you pra- are you praising or shading? Um I'm kind of in the middle. This is this is shade, but also kind of praise because I'm glad that we're actually like moving in a direction with them but like Chase's proposal to Brooklyn felt <clears throat> like when you look at it they've been dealing with each other since like Brooklyn was pretending Bailey was hers so yeah, it's almost two not, years yeah it's not as like out of left field as it feels yeah yeah it's just the execution yeah like i'm i'm glad that they're in a a solid place because that they needed to be i'm glad that they got them over that hump of that 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 terrible he's got talent story yeah that was bad (laughs) did not like zero of ten do not recommend like I'm glad that they're in this like good happy in love sparkly place that they always should have been but this proposal felt very unearned it felt really just kind of like tacked yeah. on and yeah I didn't like that like and it would have they could have even like tied it back into this stuff that's going on with his dad being like I don't want to waste a single minute after everything that's happening with my dad like I love you I want to be with you let's do this if it was that, totally would have hit better than what we got. Yeah. I just... Do we think they're going to make it to the altar? I think they will because there's no reason for them not to. Unless there's, we there's find out li- Brooklyn Brooklyn is allergic to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's mean, literally nothing going it's on. A problem. Do we <laughs> think she's going to say yes? Because we I were think left she, on a cliffhanger. She she could say no at first, but I think she's gonna say no because she's gonna want an explanation. Why are you suddenly doing this now? We haven't talked about it. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Cause Gloria and, and Lois were laying it on thick. Like I would have preferred if Chase had like confided. It's the holidays. If Chase had confided in them, because Ned just got his memory back. If he was talking to Lois and later Gloria about wanting to marry Brooklyn. And maybe that could have been why Gloria came to town in the first place, because Chase called her because he knew he was going to propose. Like, give us something. Give us a story. Give us a buildup. Don't just do shit. Yeah, this felt... 
I just feel like we've been rocking with them for so long and like I'm not gonna cap there was a point where we were where I I'll speak for myself where it got so bad I was like yeah let's just dead this yeah I was right there with you (laughs) and so like to see them kind of rebuild back up and and get to the you know I I'm in where I can enjoy them again like I I'm not opposed to them like being engaged being in love it's just yeah this was it's out of nowhere like, the this, the like, proposal part is out of nowhere because like yeah. we know they're in love. They've said that multiple times. They're in love with each other. They're living together. And had Lois brought up and then Chase was like, well, I was actually thinking about it. And he could have brought up his dad being sick and how he doesn't want to waste time. But I don't know if she's ready for that. Can you help me figure that out? Like that's like, <laughs> and then we bring Gloria into it. Like that's the kind of Quartermain hijinks I expect. So I would have been okay with that. But they just had them talking about it, them having awkward looks at each other and Brooklyn trying to rush everybody out the door so they didn't talk about it. Like, give me something. It, it felt weird. I felt mm-hmm. it, uh... it felt random and it shouldn't have. Yeah. Because we've been, we've been dealing with them for this long. Like, I'm okay yep. with them. I like them again. I just, I just feel like Kirkwell should be bad. Remotely romantic. Yeah, it should have been more. Yeah, it just I this this didn't hit like it. I feel like we deserved for it to hit for as long as it's been and all the stuff that we've been through. Like I'm not mad at it, it, but I'm not happy with how it went down. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it came off like Chase was being like forced. (laughs) It came. We know that's not the case. Okay. Um, all the black people. Um, you will get this reference. It it was very Martin's first proposal to Gina. Mm-hmm. I will marry you, Brooklyn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Clang clang. Like that's how he And he's never he's never acted like that towards Brooklyn. He adores her. It, and he always has. Yeah, it just felt like, okay, your mama and your granny don't beat me down. Let's, yeah. let's do this. <laughs> let's just do this. I, I think that's what Brooklyn's going to ask about, though, whenever, if it's Monday or whenever we decide to see them. I don't know if it's going to be another, another 10 days before <laughs> we see them. Um, I think she's going to ask him, are you asking because Gloria and her mom hinted at it? Because it's not something they talked about before. Yes, they live together, but and that like, just started. Yeah, yeah, like less than two months ago in yeah, it, Port Charles time. Yeah, it has. I don't know time at all. Well, it just so, started again because remember they were living together when they were pretending to be Bailey's parents. Yeah, so I do think that um, Brooklyn's probably going to bring it back up, bring that up, the fact that her mom and and Gloria hinted at them getting married well Gloria hinted Lois asked are you going to marry my kid yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Nick are you praising or shading um I'll praise and it's Taj Bello um 
he's really good when they give him things to do. And I like him as an actor. I like the character of TJ. I hope we see more of him. Um, but yeah, those were really the scenes with Portia. The scenes with Molly when he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not there yet." Those were really good because I felt bad. Well, for those were so that. good. I'm like, yeah, like y'all just dealt with this. Give him like both of y'all obviously need some time. Yeah. So, like, but I also I'm, think I'm excited to see what happens next with that. Go ahead, I'm Sarah. No, but I also think Molly. Um, and I think Tony mentioned this earlier, Molly, like, jumping into moving forward with the surrogacy, I think this is just her way of coping. Oh, for It's sure. a coping mechanism for her. Yeah. Is she really she probably... ready? I don't know, but yeah, it's, you know, it's just her way of coping. Yeah. Yeah, those scenes were really good. The reaction was really good, and it was just nice yeah. to see him get some point of view. Yeah. I agree. Well, my shade is going to be a minor shade, but it's it's an annoyance nonetheless. Port Charles takes pl- Port Charles is located in upstate New York. Please stop having outdoor scenes in November when you tape in <laughs> California and the sun is shining and we can see fucking palm trees. But New York <laughs> does not have palm trees. I just. <laughs> I don't know what scene it was. Oh, when it was Gloria sunny. Was... It was sunny no. going to his car. Yes, Gloria. Oh, well. <laughs> no, that was another scene that bothered me. When Gloria was about to leave, they were like, don't miss your bus. And her ass is about to walk out in the frigid cold in upstate New York with no coat on. I'm like, you're too old for this shit. Put a coat on. Why are you just walking Well, out? to be fair, she was just walking to the car because Yuri was driving her to the bus station. But I'm happy that you brought that up because they're having her go by bus. Like, they couldn't even put her on a train? Apparently, they addressed this in dialogue that she chose to go on the bus because she loves it. Yeah, she loves okay. the bus. Okay, sure. <laughs> Which I've taken a bus from, like from long island to upstate new york it's not that comfortable it's not that fun because if she, she wants the scenic she route the fun. train will do that for you yeah. <laughs> and i know that's just a, a totally superficial thing like the the outdoor scenes are great when they are seasonally appropriate i'm sorry but sunshine and palm trees is not a thing that happens in new york in november or december but it's i thought just- it was tony <laughs> like just just keep that stuff to the summer that's all i'm saying i'm like it's 35 degrees outside right now <laughs> it's like what is... yeah sunny walking around like he leaving the beach like this is ridiculous <laughs> he was probably sweating under the jacket he was wearing <laughs> he's wearing a suit and like a, a wool pea coat it was probably hot if it's Y'all in LA, all in all outdoor scenes needs to be in the studio with the air with the AC on full blast. Like no, <laughs> like I you bitches will be cold. Act like but you can act through this. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that is my shade of the week. Does anybody else have any final thoughts? Um, 
free Keep it teacher. together. Entertain me. Please, because yeah. this week, this make, week was lacking in the entertainment department. Oh, that's a good one. Also, you weird fans referring to TJ as Portia's stepson. Don't do that bullshit. What the that fuck was that? Stepson. Y'all are idiots. That's not her stepson. That's her husband's nephew. <laughs> fans are weird. Le- by, legally, because he's not even his blood nephew. Like, stop. Okay. <laughs> like, be serious. That's not her stepson. Like, oh, he he's basically her stepson. No, he's not. No, he's not. People are weird. It'd be different if she was married to Sean. That might have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> you do you do love you some chaotic mess. Anyway, he wouldn't be the first stepson fucking his stepmom, okay? Exactly. I'm pretty sure that's happened on soaps before. Someone brought up Ned and Monica fucking back in the day. Okay. (laughs) And that was Alan's real nephew. Yeah, but they had been gone forever and they didn't I don't even think I don't he I don't think he knew who Monica was. She she definitely didn't know who she was. They weren't using their real names. Oh, Oh, it was a it was a Jack Laura situation. And like basically, I think she was he was her tennis coach. Yeah. (laughs) And they met at I think they met at the at the tennis club. And one thing led to another. And then he came home and Monica found out she had screwed her nephew. (laughs) Fun. Did they continue screwing once they knew, or did they just like dead it? I can't even remember, but I think it was I don't think I think once they knew they went into like we gotta cover this shit up mode. Yeah, I don't I don't think they continued. I just think they tried to make sure it didn't happen again, but he turned around and married her daughter. So I think yeah, that's how it, it came. got real messy real fast. <laughs> Damn. Dawn? Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah, TJ is not Curtis's child. He's not Porsche's child. He is Jordan's child. He is Sean's child. He is dead Tommy's child. None of them <laughs> make none of them make him Portia's stepson. Be serious. Speaking of Jordan, where the hell is she? Stuck in the mayor's office. Honestly, free Tanisha. That part. Because they have wasted her and it is a crime. They need it's to, about to be two. It's about to be two years, and that's they need to wild. recast Sean and have him whisk her away to wherever he is. I mean, if they cancel that show in free form, I was gonna say ABC Family. He could come back. Oh, um, but I don't know. Is that know that thing coming back. back? Oh wait, no. You're talking. You're you're talking about. Okay, you're talking about Cruel Summer. I was talking about All Rise because he was there he's, too. He's recurring on there. He was a series regular on Cruel Summer. That man is not coming back to GH. They had him back and they dropped Did the nothing. ball. Yeah. Exactly. So I would be okay with them recasting just for them to usher out Tanisha because they're not doing anything with her and they're that's really doing her a disservice. They said I was so excited about her and Zeke and then they just did nothing. Now, did he not come back because of the writer, the actor strike? I don't know. Because, like, he's, I think the last we knew, he he left it open like he wanted to come back and they just had it called. And I don't know if they didn't call because of the strike or what. They do something with her. Like, this is unfair at this yeah. point. Like, it's, 
she has no story and has had no story at all either do something with Jordan or send her out of town because you clearly don't want to write for her just don't kill her yeah no she doesn't she definitely does not need to die she can she can go I don't know she can go under the cover for undercover for the WSB or something and I genuinely do not want her gone. I want her on screen, but I want them to write for her. For the love of God. Yeah. Y'all find things, to, shit to do with everybody else, but you refuse. But the black characters. Like, she's there. She signed a contract. Use her. Because right, right now, it's generally coming off like they recast that character out of spite because Vanessa Antoine told y'all when she left the first time that she was going away she just needed time off. She wanted to stay with the show. And then you turned around, did what you did. That actress left. I think they had a story going when Brianna Nicole Henry left. And now it's just, we brought her back and nothing matters. They're wasting everybody's time. Yes, and they they need to not waste our time or the actor's time and just do better. Yeah. And on that note, we will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye y'all. Later, y'all.